Hello, Renee. Hello, Andrew, and hello, Ingus Nation. You are listening to episode 38 of the CrossFit Ingus podcast, and today we're going to be discussing maintaining the intended stimulus of a workout. Before we get into that, we have a, a whole bunch of shout-outs to lot. do. A lot, yes. Um, lots, of, uh, lots of good things happening. Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So with the Open, we saw a lot of... A lot of uh, big PRs, things. PRs, a lot yeah. of firsts. Yeah. yeah, it's super exciting. So first of all, just a little shout out to our first time participants, um, Tiffany Doyle, who recently started with us, Erica and Amy, uh, Cassie Starts, Rebecca Mace, and Christy, oh, Ar- I'm sorry, Christy, Argeris, I think that's how you say her last uh, name. That sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. I'll figure that out. Um, but awesome job, ladies, all ladies, um, participating in your first open. Where are the men at? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to work on that for next year. Um, but yeah, not only that, but, um, we have quite a few, uh, PRs that occurred. So just kind of running through the list. Uh, Ron got PR'd his clean and jerk. Um, Kevin Price PR'd his clean and he also got his first kipping handstand pushup. Nicole Tremont PR'd her clean. Tamin and Cassie both got their first pull-ups. Nice. Uh, Lauren Fippinger got her first kipping handstand push-up. Uh, John Taylor, who recently started with us, he got, I think it was his first ring muscle-up. I think so, yeah. Um, so awesome job, all of you guys. Um, and I just wanted to also shout out Allie um, for beating Keith. In open workout 20.3, it was the first time she ever beat him in a workout, and it was... <laughs> Is that true? Yes. I find that hard to it believe. Was, it, was, it was so exciting. <laughs> I was judging Keith, and... Which one was that? 23 was... Uh, the deadlifts and handstand push-ups. Oh, that's right. That's right. And yeah. like she beat him by... I think she beat him by one handstand push-up. <laughs> it was super close. But she was really pumped. I was very excited for her. They they also did um, twenty point four together, which was the clean and jerk and yes. box jump and pistol workout, and they were like back and forth it, the whole time. They were neck and neck. Yeah, I think Keith beat her by one rep or something. It, was, it was one rep. It was really close. Yeah, I'm not sure if Allie finished the pistols, but like she was crushing him on those. It it was a close race. Yeah. So that was super exciting. <laughs> Great job, everybody. Good job, Allie. <laughs> All right, so you have quite a few shout-outs as well. So I'll kind of continue on with some of the open stuff. So Mm -hmm. Tom Sullivan got his first muscle-up. Allie Taki, also in 20.4 in the clean and jerk, Mm -hmm. uh, she PR'd her her clean and jerk at 145, did all 10 reps, which apparently she didn't know that it was 145. No, it was was so funny because um, Mary Leon was there, like, loading her barbell for her. And I was like, oh, what does she have on there? And she's like, shh, don't tell her. She doesn't know. I was like, why? She's like, because she thinks her her one rep is 125. I was like, oh, not anymore. <laughs> so it was pretty exciting. That's a 20-pound that's a PR. Yeah, for 10 reps. For 10 reps, yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? So also in the open, um, Sean uh, and Lauren were the top men and women. Yep. Um, congrats to them congrats to them uh and then so moving outside of the open so we had uh laura who's a relatively new member comes in the evenings um she passed her pt test 
Awesome. Um, which she was not expecting. I guess she she hadn't passed it in a number of years. Um, so that came as a, as a big surprise. She was super pumped about that. Congratulations. So congrats to Laura. Um, Felicia's leaving us uh, on, a, on a sad note. Yes. Um, so we're going to miss her a lot. I think to, is, today is her last workout. Well, I, we're recording this today, Wednesday. Yeah. I think today is, is uh, officially her last workout. Um, I think she's officially leaving on Friday. Okay. Leaving Connecticut. So. Oh. Yeah. She's and been, like she's like that's there's that's that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. She's been an Inga staple for yeah. like the past two or three years. Yeah. So we're going to miss her a lot. Um, some other like life stuff going on. So Tim and Nicole got married recently. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited for them. Uh, Rob started a new job over at Mitchell College. Congrats, Rob. Congrats, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Stacy, Meg, and Mary are um, on the coaching staff, That's right. helping out uh, primarily with the Move program, mm-hmm. um, which has been going really well. Yeah. So super excited for them to to be coaching with us. And I think I got them all there. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah, that cool. was that was a lot of uh, shout outs. It's been a busy, busy couple months. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. Yes. We have some announcements. Yes. So just a, just a few, well, a few more than normal, I guess. Um, some of you have may have noticed that we have a additional new fridge. That has food in it. <laughs> that has food in it, yes. Delicious food. Yes. Um, Where's that food from? Ivy Simply Homemade in Waterford, Connecticut. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't, we, I think we've done two episodes um, and we haven't talked about I this know. yet, so we were overdue. Yes, definitely. So, uh, as you can see, there's food in there um, and how it works is she's going to be preparing um, fully prepped meals. They're all fully cooked salads as well. Um, no pre-order necessary. Mm-hmm. You see what you like in the fridge. And then, um, she has her own tablet set up for checking out its credit card or... Yeah, don't use our tablet for that. <laughs> Didn't Tamman do that? Yeah, she did. Okay, I have to call her out on that. <laughs> um, sorry, Tamman. Not really though. Um, so she does have her own registered tablet, um, but it's credit card or Apple Pay only. It's no cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty simple to use, and we have a little write-up next to it if you have any, um, if you're unsure. If you have any questions, you can ask us. But um, she's going to be making those deliveries a couple times a week, yep. keeping things fresh and different. Um, and especially for those that, like... <laughs> A kettlebell kitchen is no longer a thing, yeah. right? So um, for those who relied on that for meal prep, this will kind of fill that void for you and make yeah. things a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, but the food is great. It is It is great. And if people have suggestions as well, they're very open to yes. like adding things or making modifications. So if you have suggestions about things that you'd like to see, things that you don't like to see, um, feel free to give them yeah. somewhere. Yeah. To uh, uh, her, us. us, I guess <laughs> we can pass it along. Yeah, but um, it's this is kind of a it's a work in progress. So yeah. if there's things that you guys would like to see, definitely let us know. Right, and you'll notice too, like for those of you who are tracking your meals, um, that she does put down either the amounts of food that's in there or the macro breakdown too, mm-hmm. so that you have an idea of what you're eating. Yeah, but yeah, awesome, super exciting. Um, so the next next? one is our, so Thanksgiving hours. So Thanksgiving is next week. Um, Thursday, we're going to have, uh, two classes, one at 7am and one at Mm 9am. Every year on Thanksgiving, we do uh, fight gone bad. 
So we'll be doing the same thing this year. I'm excited to do that in the new space yeah. with the new layout. Yeah. Um, it's always a, a huge class. Um, but Fight on Bad is a great workout for, for a big group because um, it's like different stations mm-hmm. you move through. Um, so that one's always fun. And we've done the past couple of years, we've done like kind of team based. Yeah. Um, so, you know, within your group, we count up the total reps and then see like who the, which, winner, who is. the winner is. Yeah. So um, 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. on Thursday. And then Friday will also be shortened hours, um, likely 9 to 1. So there'll be a class at 9 a.m., some open gym time from 10 uh, in 10 and 11, and then another class at noon. Um, and then the holiday party is coming up. So right after that, yeah, like Thanksgiving is next week and then it's December. Yeah. Thanksgiving is like right at the end of November. And then it's Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the holiday party is on December 13th, Mm -hmm. which is a Friday. Um, we are doing it again at the Malted Barley, which was where we were last year and it was great. It was great. It worked out really well. Yeah. We, uh, we rented out their, their upstairs banquet room. Um, there's, you know, there's a bar up there, so we'll have a server, all that stuff. Um, it starts at, oh, I want to say 6 p.m., I think. I think it's 6 p.m. Um, so 6 p.m. start time. We will, uh, we'll have some light apps from them. So they do like pretzel platters and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we'll have some of that stuff provided. And then you can also order off their menu. So their, their pretzel sandwiches and stuff you can order and they'll, they'll bring them right up. So um, really good time every year where we'll do the, the secret Santa again this year. Secret Santa. It, which, which one is it called? Is um, it, it's secret Santa, isn't it? No. no. White elephant? No. Yankee swap. Yankee swap. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what the difference is. It's the one where you pick the number and yeah. Whatever. Santa. <laughs> I'm, terrible. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> okay, Yankee Swap. Yeah, we're not good at this thing. So yeah, we'll do the Yankee Swap again um, this year. It's it's um, optional. You don't have to participate if you don't want to. Yeah. We usually try and limit the gifts to like ten bucks, yep. um, and it's always fun to see like what gets swapped around. It's a gr- like it's that. really exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, December thirteenth. Mark it on your calendars. We'll have tickets available at the gym probably after Thanksgiving. Perfect. Cool. All right, one more little announcement, more of a teaser than mm-hmm. anything. Um, so in January, we're, we'll, we will be doing a New Year Nutrition Challenge somewhere around mid-January. Yep. Um, but we will be kind of giving you a little bit more details to come um, probably after Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So once um, we get through Thanksgiving, we'll put out some more details on that but we are planning to do one this year um, starting mid-January cool Uh, I got one more actually oh Um, so we are going to be doing a uh, promotion for the for Black Friday for the move class oh awesome Um, special promotion I'm not gonna say anything more than that (laughs) so watch our social media it will only be available um, the weekend of Black Friday yep that Thanksgiving weekend um, so if you're, if you have been on the sidelines, you're possibly interested in the move class, um, watch our Instagram. We're going to put something out for black Friday. Um, so you, you might want to take advantage of that. Cool. Tell your friends. Yep. Right. Spread the word. Yeah, yes. This in particular, tell your friends. Okay. You'll, you'll know what I mean when we oh get boy. there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So. so let's jump into... Um, our topic today. Yes. So maintaining the stimulus of our workout. What what does that mean to to maintain the intended stimulus? 
Um, so we, we talk about this often at the whiteboard, right? Mm -hmm. When we do the brief, we talk about, um, how the workout should feel, um, whether it's meant to be, um, short, medium or long duration, whether the weight is meant to be light, moderate or heavy. Um, so really it's, it's like what we're trying to achieve out of a particular workout mm -hmm. and, and all of those things that we choose within our workout, like our, um, our weights and, and the different movements and how we scale those movements are going to dictate the stimulus. And like I said, we, we try and, we try and convey to our athletes, like how that particular workout should feel so that they can then decide how they want to scale certain movements to, to maintain that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's important because we we're going for like varied, like broad and general fitness, right? Right. So some days we, we want to go a bit longer. Some days we're, you know, trying to go a little bit shorter. Some work, workouts are meant to be a little heavier. Some are meant to be lighter. Um, and so we got to make sure that we're, we're scaling, um, accordingly to, to maintain that. Right. Um, and our, our workouts are, they're typically programmed for like the, the, the second tier of the top athletes in the gym. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the, it's not the top 5%, maybe it's that like, you know, next 20% in that mm -hmm. range. Um, and so like, if you kind of consider that, so then everyone else outside of that would be like scaling one way or the other. Right. Right. And so we're the, the workout, whatever, however it's written on the board is maybe for that mid 20% or that upper 20%. Um, and then everyone else, we kind of want to try to scale whatever that particular movement might be so that we, so that we are all, all in the same time domain or, uh, getting the same stimulus out of the workout. Right. Um, so I thought it might be good just to kind of illustrate this point. Like there's, you know, we have some benchmark workouts. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to say a workout and you're going to, you're going to tell me like a couple words describing what that, what that workout like means to you or like how, how it's supposed to feel. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the first one is Fran, which is 21, 59 thrusters and pull-ups. Hard, fast, and it's supposed to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Short, right? right? It's, it's short. It's what? Like two to three minutes, mm -hmm. right? And it just go. You hit yeah. the go button and let it all out. Fast paced. Right. Okay. Um, what about Murph? Long, longer workout, right? Where it's, we're starting with a mile run and then 100 pull ups, 200 um, push ups, 300 air squats, and then we're finishing with a mile run. So we're going to want to pace it a little bit, mm -hmm. right? And move consistently, always making sure we're able to move. Right. 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 So two very different workouts, Extremely, right? Extremely, yes. Like Fran is meant to be super fast paced, um, just go like 100% all right. out. And Murph is much more of a like a long sustained grinding effort. Right. Um, and so like if you think about, so Fran has thrusters and pull-ups in it. Um, we want to we wanna scale those so that we're in that. Um, it's meant to be like, you know, let's say like less than five minutes. Right. So we want to make sure that we're scaling that workout so that we are able to finish it in less mm -hmm. than five minutes. So if, if you're someone who struggles with pull-ups, um, maybe you have pull-ups, but like it's 45 reps within the workout, right. maybe that's a big number, right. right? And then maybe that, you know, if you were to do it RX, it would take you 15 minutes. Well, that's going to be, so in that case, we're getting outside of what that intended stimulus right. is. So we want to dial that back so that we can maintain the stimulus and be within that you know, five minute or mm -hmm. less window. Right. Because that's what we're going for with that workout. Right. All right. Another one, um, which we're doing yes. coming up. Yeah. Fight Gone Bad. So Fight Gone Bad stations, as you were saying before, right? Yeah. We have minute long stations. 
There's three rounds. We're doing a minute of wall balls, a minute of sumo deadlift high pulls, mm -hmm. a minute of box jumps, yep. uh, push, press, push press, and row, row, and then you get a minute of rest. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're aiming for consistency across all three rounds, right? So we don't want to start on the wall balls and go as hard as possible, and then you get to the sumo deadlift high pull and you're gassed, right? right? There's no rest in between, so you're looking to be able to continuously move through all of those stations and then you get the minute of rest after that yeah um but again right maybe we're scaling with a wall ball if you can if the rx is 20 pounds for the guys 14 pounds for the ladies and you can only do three reps at that weight without right. dropping the med ball then maybe we're going to scale down that med ball so you can keep yourself moving. Yeah. Right? It's meant to be high repetition. Right. Right. Like <clears throat> a good, you know, score in fight gone bad is, um, 300 plus reps. Right. Right. So, um, we want to make sure that we're, so the, the weights and the movements are meant to be light and mm -hmm. something that you can move very keep moving conti through. Con continuously right. with. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're scaling that so that we're achieving those reps because if, you know, if you're only doing three or four reps at each station, that's not, what we're going for right exactly um so high rep high repetition workout so keep that in mind for thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah um so i thought it would be good um we have a couple examples from our current week of programming which this worked out really well because yeah. The workouts were just so opposite. Right. We have some very different examples here. Right. So why don't you take us through Monday's workout, which was Randy Savage. Yeah. So Monday was, it was a 12-minute AMRAP, um, which is kind of in that like moderate time frame. Right. Right. Um, if you think about like our short ones are like, let's say <clears throat> less than 10 minutes. The moderate in that sweet spot is kind of in the, you know, 12 to 18 minute mm -hmm. and then like 20 plus would be our longer mm -hmm. workouts. Um, so this one is kind of in that moderate, moderate window. So it's, it was a uh, 12 minute AMRAP, three rounds of a barbell complex, mm -hmm. which was three power cleans, three front squats and three push jerks, and then 15 toes to bar. Mm -hmm. So the, the focus in this workout and what we wanted to get people to, to really focus on was um, the barbell cycling because right. that was like the, the major component. We even had a strength component before it working on that specific complex. Right. Um, so the idea was that within the workout, the recommendation was um, do the power cleans um, as singles. Mm -hmm. And then once you do your last power clean, you hold on to the bar for the three front squats and three push jerks. Right. Um, which that strategy worked out great. Did, right? I didn't do it. Did, did it work? Did yeah, you do it? Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was perfect. Right. Um, and then for, so in the work, the, the weight on that, the barbell was 135.95. Mm -hmm. Um, so we want to, we want to pick, if we are scaling that, we want to make sure that we're picking a weight, um, or if we're doing 135 that we're able to do what I just described, right? right. Like the three power cleans as singles, hold on to the bar for the three front squats and the three push jerks. Mm -hmm. And um, I scaled this one, not because, so I can do 135, I probably could have struggled through it, but I wouldn't, been, wouldn't have been able to maintain that, um, that strategy mm -hmm. throughout. So I did um, 115. Mm -hmm. It worked out. And that was, that was a perfect way for right. me. So I was, it was able to hold on to that throughout the whole thing. Um, and I thought that worked out really well. The toast to bar, um, so the recommendation in uh, the programming was that athletes should choose a toe-to-bar variation that they're able to complete 
15 plus reps when fresh. Mm -hmm. um, having said that, the strategy was actually smaller sets within right. the workout. Um, because we didn't want to like gas out on those toes to bar and then be completely spent for the barbell. So the recommendation was to do um, sets of like three to five reps on the toes to bar just to stay consistent with it, mm -hmm. um, keep yourself a little bit fresher and then really attack the barbell. Yeah. And I thought that was, um, that was a good, that was a good strategy. I really like when they have the strength component at the beginning, especially, right? So that I like to tell the athletes if, if whatever, if your last lift, if your heaviest lift is that whatever the RX weight is or mm -hmm. what you were planning to do in the workout, yeah. If that's your max weight, then we should probably go down a little bit yeah. in the workout, right? Because yeah. if we can only get through that in one set where you are incorporating some rest time, mm -hmm. then it's probably wise, especially if we're now going to go through three rounds of that within yeah. the workout, to dump that weight down a little bit. So you again, you can maintain the stimulus. So use that strength portion. Yes, we're trying to build to something heavy, but keep in mind the weights that you're using there and then what you should be doing in the workout. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for people to kind of gauge what they should be doing in the workout, yeah. especially for for newer people who have like no idea right. on the weights. Yeah, exactly. Like they can really use that time to see like, okay, this this feels a bit heavy. Let's dial it back for, for the workout. Right, right, yep. Um, in that one, the, the time domain was fixed. It was 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we were looking to get in the three to four round range. Right. And we always, we always try and give people... Um, that, like that, um, that range of like, you know, how many rounds should we be getting so that they can also take that into consideration when they're scaling. Right. So if you're doing, you know, if you, if you, if you do 135 on the bar and you're really struggling with it, you only get like two rounds. Mm -hmm. We kind of missed the, what the stimulus was of that workout. Right. So we probably should have scaled it back a little bit. Right. Um, cool. so how we might stray away from that stimulus, we kind of already talked about this, the barbell weight. Yeah. Right. Obviously, we want to make sure that we have a weight on the bar <clears throat> that we're able to maintain that strategy. We're able to hit the three to four rounds, um, and the focus again was on that barbell cycling. So, if we're just you know if we're if we can only do singles on any of those movements, um, it's probably not what we're what we're looking for. Right. Um, and then the toes to bar scaling. So, if uh, the toes to bar, if you're doing you know you're staring staring at the bar a long time and only doing singles, we might want to scale that back. Um, so that we can do those sets of like, you know, three to four reps and get through that set of 15 back to the barbell. Right. Um, so the other example we had was Tuesday, which was a, yes, this was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> uh, com like complete opposite yeah, workout. Yeah, 180. Uh, so it was seahorse. It was three rounds for time, starting with calories on the assault bike. So 40 for the guys, 30 for the ladies. Then a row, 800 for the guys, 600 meters for the ladies, and then a 400-meter run, and finishing the round out with 20 burpees. So the focus with this workout, it's a long, slow, and we want to have that consistent, sustained effort mm -hmm. across all three rounds, right? Um, this workout being a bit longer, <laughs> taking anywhere between 30 to 40 minutes, Right. And making sure that we are keeping it within 40 minutes. I think we set a 40 minute time cap yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Right. And what we had suggested to people is keep your rounds consistent. Right. Take a look at the clock. Right. Maybe you're shooting for 11 minute rounds. Well, OK, that means right, 
round two, if we're like getting into like 15 minutes because maybe we came out too hot, maybe 11 was too fast for us, right? Right? Maybe we want to adjust. Or maybe you know the assault bike is something that just, it's, it's hard for you, right? Yeah. Then we can always scale the number of calories down there. Mm-hmm. We can scale down the, the row. Um, if running is a challenge for you, right, we can, we can scale down the row, but kind of taking into account where we should be and how long this should take us and making modifications based off of that. Yeah, I think, um, so this, the suggestion was that the round should be somewhere on the order of like 10 to 13 minutes at the most. Um, so you, you know, right away, like if that first round takes you 15 minutes, um, you know, we, we might want to scale, scale back, back on something. Yeah. And this one is a little bit less um, critical in terms of the scaling because we're capping it at 40 minutes. Right. So you could me- keep going right. until the until time is done, called, right? right? And yeah. maybe you miss out on, you know, some of the burpees or some of the run or right. something. But you're still you're still getting what is intended out of that workout, right. which is a, a longer duration, just cardio suck fest. All the cardio. It was fun. Did you do it? I did it. It wasn't that bad. I liked it. I didn't think it was that bad. I liked trying to stay, like, try to keep my rounds, like, consistent. Consistent, yeah. And then in the third round, right, like, when you get to the run and the burpees, it's like there's nothing left, so just kind of step Mm -hmm. on the gas a little bit. Yeah. Um, So when I did it, um, the top time on the whiteboard was Keith. Yeah. Just (laughs) just under 28 minutes. Yep. So I was trying to keep my rounds, like, right around 9 because I knew that if I if I could do that, that's like twenty seven minutes. Right. So I, knew, I knew that I could get them. So I was trying to trying to keep those those rounds right. Around nine <laughs> You're minutes. going after him. <laughs> yeah, and this was a good one for me. So oh yeah, I was trying to push it a little bit. I did it with uh, Mike V yesterday, and um, he always just talks a lot of smack, right? And oh, you you must have buried him. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I destroyed him. <laughs> I tried to go easy. I was like, well, you'll probably come off the bike faster than me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all good. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, so let's kind of go into how we should scale properly to maintain the stimulus of the workout. We have a couple of points here. Yeah. And uh, obviously it depends on the workout. Um, but there's, you know, different things that we can do in terms of scaling. So one obviously is scaling the weight. Um, and as we kind of already talked about, we usually give the feedback, um, at the whiteboard brief, you know, when we're talking about the weight, we'll say like, you know, you should be able to complete X number of reps on the barbell when fresh, right? So you kind of have an idea of like where that might put you if you're scaling. Um, or we'll say within the workout, we're looking to complete, um, the, the, uh, whatever the reps are in, um, X number of sets, mm-hmm. you know, and you usually give a range on that within the workout. So you can, you can kind of have an idea like, okay, I need to be able to cycle the barbell for, you know, f- five to 10 reps, something like that at this weight. And if that's, you know, if that's way out of whack for, in terms of what the, the weight that is written on the whiteboard, then we can scale from there to get into that range. Right. Um, so that's how we would typically scale for weight. Um, the other way would be scaling the number of reps or the rounds down. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think actually Monday's workout with macho man or Randy, what was it? Randy Savage, Savage. um, was a great example of this as far as the toast to bar go. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so if 
you know, we don't, if we don't have 15 toes to bar, right. And maybe we have like, we, we scale that number down to 10 or mm-hmm. we scale it down to eight, something to keep you consistent. Yeah. Um, but we want to make sure that we're scaling those numbers and rounds down. So we don't exceed whatever that intended number is. Right. Or, um, if the time frame is supposed to be somewhere around a 15 minute workout and it's now going to take you 25 minutes because right, those rounds are kind of getting away from you and it's too much work for, for, for you, then that's a great place to kind of scale those numbers down. Yeah. The toast bar is, was a really good example because that in Monday's workout, um, the toast bar were not the focus. The focus was on the barbell. Right, Exactly. So we don't want you spending, you know, half or three quarters of your time on the toast. Just doing toast bar. Right. The, the idea is to, to be able to get through those and then get back to the barbell. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if you're just staring up at, up at the bar doing singles, then we can scale that number down to, yeah. to, to, to get into that range. Right. Um, so another way is scaling like the difficulty level of a movement. So a lot of times, like particularly gymnastics movement, will do this, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's pull-ups, toes to bar, handstand push-ups. Um, a lot of times, <clears throat> maybe we can do that particular movement, but we might not be able to maintain the number of reps within a workout so we can um, scale the the difficulty level so that we can. Um, Fran's a great example that we mm-hmm. were talking about before, right? The idea is that we're doing big sets on those pull-ups, the 21, 15, and 9 reps. Right. Um, so if, if, you know, if you struggle with, if you have pull-ups and, but you, you know, 45 is too many and maybe, you know, you have to go to singles, we may want to scale the difficulty level down to like a jumping Mm pull-up or something else. It's going to be a little bit faster paced Mm -hmm. so that we can stay in that, in that five minute window. Right. Um, another thing, you know, same with, um, like double unders, a lot of times, what we'll do, we can scale the number like we had already talked about, or just work for like a fixed amount of time. Right. So rather than just always defaulting to uh, singles, doing mm-hmm. single unders, if you if you want to work on your doubles, <clears throat> um, sometimes in a workout that can be it can be pretty intimidating if it's a big number or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So a lot of times we'll give people a uh, a time frame, like say right. work on your double unders for a minute, no more than a minute. And then if you get to that minute, move on to the right. next movement. Don't worry about how many, just focus on the exactly. movement. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so it's also possible to kind of change or miss the stimulus. I should say going, we can go too light, mm-hmm. right? Um, where if our, fo- our goal is to get somewhere between three or four rounds and you're getting into like nine rounds, right? right? Maybe we missed the marker a little bit by overscaling, right? Going a little too, too light on that barbell, right? We want to find that middle ground, right? So it's not too heavy. It's not too little, too light. It's just right. Yeah. And this is probably less prevalent. Right. Um, But yeah, if you, (laughs) you know. We see it. it, We still see it happen. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Or over modifying a movement as well. Um, So maybe... Maybe it was toast to bar, right? We'll use that as our example again. And you can do a few toast to bar, and you and instead of doing the toast to bar, you go knees to chest or something like that, and you're just banging them out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you're able to do that gymnastic movement, let's 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 do it. Yeah. But let's choose another way to modify it so you're still doing them and not just blowing through it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and. Um... You know, we t- so tell people sometimes like, 
maybe you, we want to challenge people too, right? right. Like this is not meant to, to say like, you know, <clears throat> always, always, you know, scale to the lighter end or like make things easier. Um, we want to challenge people. So you can always do something where maybe you start with regular toes to bar, but then as they deteriorate within the workout, then we kind of um, add in some scaling options. For right. That. So that you're still, you're still, you know, doing that, that particular movement um, while you can. And then once they if go away, apart. if it falls apart, then we, we go to something else. Right. Have a plan B. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so I think a lot of people, um, the goal isn't necessarily RX. Like mm -hmm. we have, you know, the, the, the movements and the weights written up on the whiteboard as like a suggestion as a starting point. Right. Right. But too many people, I think, fall into the trap of like defaulting to that chosen weight that's written on the whiteboard or that particular movement because they can, mm -hmm. um, and then maybe missing like what the stimulus uh, of that workout is meant to be. Right. So just because we can do a certain weight or movement doesn't necessarily mean that we should be doing that, or even that it's in our best interest mm -hmm. to do so. Right. Like <laughs> if the goal is to be fitter than we were yesterday, then the RX beside our names on the whiteboard really doesn't have a whole lot to do with achieving that goal. Right. It's, it's much, um, it's much more important to, uh, try and stay within the stimulus of the intended workout. And that, that's, what's going to make us fitter, not necessarily right, exactly. just writing, uh, or doing it RX because we can. Right. Um, and I, I've been doing a lot more of this recently, mm -hmm. like trying to scale, um, cause I, I, I fall into the trap too of like, like, yes, I can do that weight. I can do those particular movements, but if, if, um, if it's going to like bang me up or if I'm not feeling great, then, um, I've, I've been trying to be better about scaling down, um, just so that I can, you know, so I get a good workout, I stay in the stimulus and then I can come back tomorrow. And, and you feel good coming I, back exactly, tomorrow. Yeah. So not wrecking myself. Right. Exactly. Um, so don't see scaling as being a negative, um, I think too many people see that, like we need to change that perception. Right. Um, we're way better off focusing on what that intended stimulus of the workout is and doing our best to achieve right. that. You're not failing. It's right. not, it's not like a pass fail, right? right. It's, right. it's, it's going to just help you to improve. So yeah, there's a reason behind, um, the, the way that, you know, the way the programming is and what we're trying to get out of, out of particular workouts. So we should do our best to, to try and maintain that. Right. Um, whatever we can. Um, and because when we go outside of it, like the effectiveness of our workouts decrease, the risk of injury goes up. Mm -hmm. Um, and we also need to consider like, there's a lot of external factors that may impact this, right? Like, um, you know, if we've haven't got a lot of sleep, yep. right. Yeah. If we're, um, if we're maybe a little sore from a previous workout, mm -hmm. Um, maybe that's a day where we want to scale a little more than we mm -hmm. normally would. Right. And that's okay. Right. Um, so, you know, take those things into consideration, how you're feeling, how you've been sleeping, how you've been eating, like all those things play a role in your performance right. in the gym. So, um, you know, don't forget about that stuff. Especially to, we're just finishing up with the open or coming yeah. out of the open, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, it's very much... This is, this is the RX version and yeah. this is the scaled version. And, you know, if you do the RX version, yeah, you're going you're gonna to rank higher, right? Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is in, in the open. 
Um, so and that's that's the time and the place for it, right? right? Exactly. Like, if you're gonna push yourself, like that's the time to do it, right? And that's but it doesn't have to be every day, right? That's one month out of the year, yeah. right? So yeah, five we, workouts, exactly. <laughs> we don't want to see every day looking like that, yep. right? And and taking that into consideration too, like when when you did your open workout and then you the next day you came in to do another workout, how were you feeling, like? Become in tune with your body and listen to your body and, and realize everything we're saying. Like, it, it doesn't have to be 100% every single time. It doesn't yeah. have to be that RX number on the board or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, 20.5 was that was a, this, what you just said was like, that's a perfect example for me because so 20.5 was the, uh, the muscle up, 40 muscle ups, mm -hmm. 80 calories on the rower and 120 wall bubbles. balls. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I think I did 35 of the 40 muscle ups, uh, which is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot for me. Um, Especially if you, it's not something you do often. Yeah. Yeah. And so my shoulders were, they were sore. Mm -hmm. Like they were just, you know, just banged up. And, and, you know, I did that workout on Friday and then Monday on Monday we had the hero workout Jack, mm -hmm. which has a decently heavy push press yep. and, um, kettlebell swings um, and so like, again, I've, I've done Jack RX before mm -hmm. I can do that weight, but I, like, I was just not feeling it. My yeah. shoulders were, were sore and like, I wanted to just kind of move with a little lighter weight and, you know, not, not just kill myself right. just because it's a workout that I can and have done RX before. Right. So I scaled the push press. Um, it felt, felt great. Like just moved through it. I wasn't worried about how many rounds I was getting. I tried to stay consistent. Um, and, and it felt good. Yeah. That's great. So that's good. That's, yeah. that's what we should be doing. Keep yourself moving. You still got a good workout in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just kind of like a closing thought. We've talked about kind of some of this stuff already, but you know, don't think that we have to beat ourselves up every single day. There's a time and a place to mm -hmm. go all out. Um, it's definitely not every day. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, there's, you know, the five workouts of the open, but maybe you pick, you know, outside of the open, maybe you pick, um, one workout per week where you, you really like attack it. Right. Right. And, and really try to go after it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you don't have to do that every single day. Yeah. In fact, we sh we shouldn't. Right. Right. Um, the right workout, we want to make sure that, um, that we're hitting that right workout stimulus or scaling option or intensity level or whatever it is that's going to allow us to come back the next day and work out again because in the long run that's what's most important right if we are killing ourselves every day and then we have to take three days off of the gym or we're you know chronically banged up mm -hmm. um you know chronically injured like that's not going to serve us in the long run for increasing our fitness right and take all of that like outside of the gym what does your life look like outside of the gym right you want to be able to do your activities outside of the gym. You want to be able to play with your kids and not feel like, oh, I'm so sore from the gym. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't we don't want to have that interfering with your everyday life. This should this this should improve all of that right. stuff. Yeah, not hinder it. Right. Cool. I like it. I think that's a good place to wrap up. All right, good stuff. All right, we will see you in a few weeks for another episode for the CrossFit Ingus podcast. Bye everyone. Bye.